All weekend, all, all the hits, all, all the hits. Ghana Talks Radio. This is Ghana Talks Radio, the best station rocking the nation. We bring you local news, business news, international sports and entertainment news. Right here on GTR. GTR. Good day. This is the afternoon news on Ghana Talks Radio. My name is Sandra Asante. Top stories. Thousands of Ghanaians hit the street for the hashtag Face Country protest. Doctors threatened to go on strike on October 1st over non-settlement of arrears. Mr. Ayaraga said the president is inconsiderate to plight of workers. Details of these stories and more coming up after the break. Get it big. Get it here. Listen to all your life mixes, live radio programs, and live entertaining and news package programs right here from GTR, Ghana Talks Radio. You're welcome back. Thank you so much for staying. Host of Abrana saw on TV XYZ Okatachia Free for Mensa urged Ghanaians who are not enthused with the government being witnessed in the country to join the hashtag Fix the Country demonstration. He described the Ekufuado administration as a failure. He based his argument on the fact that the government has not been able to deliver on its numerous promises to Ghanaians. The communication officer of the Greater Accra Regional Police Command, DSP Efiatenge, has said that they are adequately prepared to provide security for the demonstration that will be organized by the Fix the Country governors tomorrow, that is today. She said that all the necessary security arrangements have been put in place to ensure a successful protest or the COVID protocols will be adhered to. She added by saying regarding the Fix the Country demonstration, I want to state that the police have made adequate security arrangement for this march. Still on the Fix the Country stories, the Fix the Country demonstration witnessed thousands of Guineans trooping to the Obra Sport to partake in the much-anticipated street protest which began this morning today, Wednesday 4th of August 2021. Protested club in black and red register turned up early at the common criminal circle to join disappointed Guineans who are calling for better management of the country. Despite the stiff opposition greeted by the hashtag face the country protest, conveners were finally given the nod by the Accra High Court preceded over by Justice Ruby Ayete on Friday 25th to embark on the protest following a police injunction. Some disappointed Ghanaians expressed their grievances. Let's listen to it. (laughs) 
The protest is to power pressure on the government to address Ghana's numerous challenges, including youth unemployment, poor infrastructure, and high cost of living. Clad in red-haired armbands, they protested, held placards with inscription of some with red, which a nation without patriotism is a dead nation. We aim for Wache, but they aim for V8. Fix the country, a new constituency for the people, among others. One of the demonstrators, popular radio personality Black Rasta, said, it is important for the world to know about Ghana's receding economic growth and discounted development. Still on the fix, the country protest, a 76-year-old Solomon Bwedi has joined the youth to ongoing hashtag face the country protest happening in Accra, dressed in white smoke, khaki trousers with well-polished marching sandals with his walking stick. That's how a 76-year-old Solomon Bwedi arrived at the grounds for the much anticipated. He arrived at the grounds for this protest on Wednesday. Whether a blessing in disguise or not, the protest is being done on a day when Ghanaian are celebrating the Founders' Day of the country. Still on the protest, despite the raging COVID-19 pandemic, Ghanaians are determined to petition in large numbers to the government for a better Ghana. Protested from 2nd D even arrived at the Obras port for the demonstration, a peaceful march to lay the concerns of the citizenry before the presidency is finally happening from the convergency point at the brass port coming from a cycle all demonstrators have been advised to follow covid 19 protocols and security rules to ensure a peaceful and impactful match the public relations officer of the Accra regional command of the ghana police service dsp afiatinga said so far protesters of the hashtag fix the country demonstrations have comported themselves despite a breach of one or two of the covid 19 protocols she said yes so far it's okay everything had been peaceful during the protest in accra but until we complete we cannot give our assessment the march began this morning at the kwame Nkrumah circle interchange and is expected to end up at the black star square Osman Ayarega, a youth activist and a communication team member of the opposition Demo National Democratic Congress, has justified the agitation of the labor union, saying His Excellency Akufuado's government has been insensitive to the plight of workers in the country. He said the 4% increment of the national daily minimum wage to 12.54 cities, which is a 6% increment on the 2020 figure of 11. 82 is unacceptable. Expressing his concerns, Ayariga said President Kufuado has been so insensitive to the plight of workers because he saw the need to increase his salary over by 75%. His Excellency Nanado Dankwe Kufuado has charged Ghanaians to free themselves from economic arrangement designed by the former colonial masters in order to honor the country's forebears. In the message to Mark Founders Day on Wednesday today, President Kufuado said those arrangements which were to serve a purpose at that time appear to continue to bind us. He said we must concerted efforts to break away from the new colonial structure of a raw material producing and exporting economy which has largely been outlawed. Let us all put our shoulders to the wheel and drive our nation to its destination, a united, developed, prosperous, free, democratic and independent Ghanaian nation.
The Ghana Medical Association has given the government up to September 30th, 2021 to settle outstanding arrears to its members or face a strike. In commune issued after a national executive council meeting, the association said the strike would begin from October 1st, 2021 with the suspension of outpatient services. Withdrawal from all the inpatient services will begin the next week effective on Friday, 8th October 2021. If all the issues are still not completely resolved, the commune explained further. There will be a strike in October. Still on the local stories, the Accra Secute Court has sentenced a woman to eight years imprisonment with hard labor for defrauding another of 30,000 cities. Mary Abinasewa Afedzi pleaded not guilty to conspiracy to commit crime and defrauding by false pretense but was found culpable after trial. Meanwhile, her accomplices only named as Nana alias David and Wadi are currently at large. Assistant Superintendent of Police Fuseni Yakubu told the court preceded over by Ms. Ellen Ofe Aye that Mr. Joseph Owusu Banahini, the complaint the complainant is the principal administrative manager of the Ghana Health Service in Kumasi. He said Mary was a trader and lived at Botiana whilst her accomplices were suspected to be residents of Accra. To our next story, Harry Amponsa, a 34-year-old man suspected to be mentally deranged, has set himself ablaze to prevent arrest after inflicting knife wounds on his father at Santa Maria Esabeb in Accra. The fire was quenched and Harry was rushed to the police hospital for treatment, but unfortunately, he died later. According to the head of Public Affairs Unit of the Accra Regional Police Command Deputy Superintendent of Police, DSP Efiatenge, the Odoko police received a complaint from the father of the suspect on Saturday, 30th of July. He said the complaint was that his son, Harry, had attacked him with a cutlass and inflicted wounds on his left arm. She said on Tuesday, August 3rd, the complainant led police to his house at Santa Maria to arrest his son after returning from the hospital where he was receiving treatment. However, the suspect, upon seeing the police, quickly entered his room and locked the door. DSP said while in his room, police suddenly saw smoke emanating from the suspect's room. She said the door was forcibly open and the suspect was found on his bed in flames of fire and a deep knife wound in his stomach. The fire was quenched and he was rushed to the hospital for treatment where he died. Resident of Asaman near Esuofia in the Achuma in Nyabiaja North District in the Ashanti region are in shock after a man allegedly shot his wife dead in the community. Bashiru Gambo, a suspect um, currently at large, was said to have committed the crime in the presence of his daughter in their home around 11 p.m. last Sunday. According to reports, the deceased, Amala, 37, was in her room with the 13-year-old daughter when Gambo entered the room with a gun amid threat. Gambo's daughter was said to have appealed passionately to his angry dad did not shoot his mother but all her pleading fell on deaf ears as his father pulled the trigger. Amala was shot at close range and was said to have died instantly and Gambo, after ending the life of his wife quickly went into hiding to escape the arrest. 
You are listening to the Afternoons of Ghana Talks Radio. Let's get some COVID stories. The number of active cases of COVID-19 has increased to 6,276 according to the Ghana Health Service GHS latest case management update. This follows the recording of 580 new infections by the health authorities. That's rated to 19 have also risen to 844 with clinical recoveries from COVID-19 now at 96,392. A total of 105,512 confirmed COVID-19 cases had been recorded so far. The National Union of Ghana Student, as a matter of urgency, has begged the University Teachers Association of Ghana, UTAG, and Senior Staff Association Universities of Ghana to call off their strike actions. The NAC's appeal comes after the two university groups, after negotiation with the central government for better conditions of services field on Monday, August 2nd, commence a nationwide industrial strike action. The president of the union, Emmanuel Boati Adam, begged the university lecturers as a matter of urgency to the classrooms to continue academic work. We now go for some business stories. In Ghana and Angola, Monday signed a memorandum of understanding to hold consultation to boost political and economic ties between the nation. By the MOU, two nations have established a consultative mechanism that will enable them to interact regularly on areas of mutual interest, particularly in mining and hydrocarbon industry development, agriculture, education, tourism, transportation, and maritime security. Ghana will from October this year export gold with its own embossment and signature. This follows the ongoing work on the state gold refinery by the government through the Precious Minerals and Marketing Company PMMC, a project which is 90% complete. The Deputy Minister for Lands and Natural Resources, Honorable George Mirkudoka, disclosed this to journalists when he inspected the facility at the premises of PMMC. MMC in Accra, 3rd of August. The visit was to, among others, familiarize himself and assess the operation of the company. Honorable Mirku Doka said the world-class gold refinery, when completed, would generate enough revenue for the country, boost investor confidence in Ghana's gold, create job and enhance Ghana's reputation as Africans' leading gold producer. His Excellency President Akufuado has charged Ghanaians and businesses to limit the exportation of raw materials and the importation of finished products. He also charged Ghanaians to help make Ghana prosperous. His Excellency said it's about time the nation freed itself from economic hardship due to certain patterns that were designed years ago by the forebearers of the nation. He indicated that Ghana must strive to break away from usual exportation of raw materials to other parts of the world and important finished product. He made this remark on the country celebration Founders Day Wednesday. The president of Angola, Jao Manuel Gonclaves Lorenzo, is calling for closer collaboration between Ghana and Angola for mutual benefit of both countries. In course of the visit to Ghana, I am encouraged by the desire to take a further step towards deepening our bilateral relations so that we can com- complement the results achieved by the visit by His Excellency Nanado Dankwa Kufwadu in August 2019, during which we define a framework under which we have established a set of initiatives and actions aimed at strengthening exchanges between our countries. He 
He continued by saying that he addressed the Ghana's parliament as part of the three-day official visit to Ghana. He noted that Ghana and Angola possesses enormous resources of various kind and for that very reason huge potential for both countries to explore much more areas of cooperation in which each is strong in order to build among them as Africa's solid foundation on which both countries can make prospect for progress and development. You are still listening to the afternoon news on Ghana Talks Radio. We now go for international stories. Ethiopian's government has suspended the operation of two international aid organizations working in the northern Tigray region affected by the 10-month conflict. Medicine San Frontieres says activities by its dirt section had been stopped in Tigray and three other regions while the Norwegian Refugee Council and RC said their operations across the country had been affected. The government says the aid group are disseminated misinformation outside of their mandate to employ foreign nationals without appropriate work permit at a time when many aid organizations have reported major challenges in the delivering emergency relief to tigray these suspensions will likely add a feather strain the nrc supports nearly 600,000 people in ethiopia Ivory Coast President Alassane Utara is in self-isolation after being in contact with someone who had tested positive for the COVID-19, the presidency has said. The name of the person was not released, but President Utara has encouraged the Ivorian population to get vaccinated while observing the health measures put in place to fight the diseases. If the president's isolation is prolonged, he might not take part in the official Independence Day celebration on 7th of August. We move to South Africa now and South Africa's former president Jacob Zuma will be allowed out of prison on Tuesday next week to appear in person at the corruption trial. The court's decision comes a week after more than 300 people were killed during the routing that was sparked by Zuma's arrest for contempt of court in a separate case. A heavy security presence in highly like as Zuma supporters are expected to gather at the corruption trial, a city devastated by Riots and looting sparkled by his arrest. This will be the second time Zuma will appear in public since he was taken into custody last month. He was also allowed out briefly last week to attend his brother's funeral. Prosecutors are urging favor of a virtual trial, citing pandemic and security concerns. French giant Monaco have completed the signing to sports now of the Holland-born Ghanaian striker Marion Boedou from Dutch side AS. Al Kamar. This comes after last week consistent reported exclusive of advanced talks, which has culminated in Wardu signing a five-year contract after pressing his medical at the week. The amount involving the transfer is 17 million euros. An agreement for the payments in five installments has been reached. To entertainment now, and the Ghanaian artisans have held an art and craft exhibition in Accra to showcase and improve patronage of the country's local artifact. The exhibition, which saw over 40 exhibitors, was organized by Ghana Exports Promotion Authority, GEPA, in collaboration with the Accra Arts and Craft Market Exhibition to help local artisans develop and increase patronage of their product. Speaking at the interview, Robert Amwakohin, Export Development 
officer at the Public Relations Department of GEPA said the authority was committed to helping the handicraft industry to flourish by aiming the players to showcase their product. He urged the artisans who were yet to register with the GEPA to do so to benefit from the enormous opportunities the authority would offer. On Sunday, a host of women leaders were honored for making great impact on Ghana society. The honorees were selected by an astute board of achievers who use clear and objective criteria in ensuring that the final list compromises the most deserving women in various fields. In addition to Nana Fosua of Fori, Ata Enim, Abena Oseipoku, the MD of APSA, Doreen Ando of the Multimedia Group, Shelly A. Boche, the foreign affairs minister, actress Akofa Ajani, and the artist Becca were all honored. Nana Ofori Ata Anim is a writer, filmmaker, and the art historian and the founder of the ANO Institute of Arts and Knowledge, through which he has pioneered a Pan African culture encyclopedia, a mobile museum project, and curated Ghana's first pavilion at the Venice Beninil. Nollywood actor Yo Edochi has advised intending couples to shut away the idea of borrowing money to finance the wedding. The movie star made this known via his Instagram page that he warned people against falling into debt because they are trying to throw a lavish wedding party to impress people. This is what he stated, don't borrow money to do a big wedding and be in debt afterwards. It's not a smart move. Cut your codes according to your size, do the level of wedding you can afford. You are not here to impress anybody. To some more international um, entertainment story, U.S. actress and singer Selena Gomez has criticized the good fight for being the latest TV show to make tasteless jokes about her kidney transplant. She said, I am not sure how writing jokes about organ transplant for television shows can become a thing, but sadly it has apparently. Last year, Seth by the Bell said sorry for jokes about the 2017 operation. In February, a Chinese variety show apologized for editing a post-surgery photo of the former Disney star. She said, I hope in the next writer's room, when one of these tasteless jokes are presented, it's called out immediately and doesn't make it to air. An Instagram post by TV star Lorraine Gouda has been banned because she didn't clearly mark it as an advert. Lorraine 34 had been paid for the post which promoted a foreign exchange or forex trading tips service. Foreign exchange is a conversion of one currency into another which Lauren Post featured a screenshot of a WhatsApp chat suggesting a customer had made profit of 1,730 euros in two days. The caption by the former only way is except a star claimed the forex trader named had been consistently profitable. She went on to encourage people to message their trader. This is where I draw the curtains. For more stories, you can get to our website www.ghanatalksradio.com. Thanks for listening. Get it big, get it here. Listen to all your life mixes, live radio programs, and live entertaining and news package programs right here from GTR, Ghana Talks Radio.